0: Hi. Welcome to another episode of Palt on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Pault, and today I've got Lacey Neto. She's a brand manager at Amped Wireless, and they're a leading manufacturer in the area of high-power, long-range uh, wireless solutions. And I brought her to here to talk about some of the aspects of the connected world. So, hi, Lacey. Welcome aboard. Thank you, Alex. Well, I'm glad to have you on because... The whole aspect of, you know, a cloud-enabled, connected world is everything's got to be connected, and that means RF-based, you know, you've got to have some radio connection, but it's not some perfect system. It's not you. That antenna is not a magic wand, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, consumers more now than ever before are really learning the limitations of their wireless connections and their wi Fi's within their homes and their offices. Uh, Because of the influx of these wireless devices, you know, tablets, phones, um, e-readers, these days, you know, we're even seeing you have your thermostats or your home door lock or security system. Everything Mm -hmm. is being built so that it connects to your wireless network, and uh, a lot of consumers are just seeing problems with not not having their connection be able to reach these devices in all the places that they would like it to reach.
0: Right, right. Now, is that a simple distance issue, or is it a materials in the construction of the houses, or is it a combination of, I gather it would be a combination of the
1: two, right? It's a combination of things. There are, you know, environmental issues where you have your interferences that come into play. Um, But the bigger problem that we've found is that these a lot of the devices on the market are just not, putting are not giving out enough output power to push that signal through walls through or around walls or to get up to that upstairs bedroom and so that's where we really found a place to play in the market was with these high power long range wireless solutions that are solving those problems for consumers pushing signal through walls strong enough to go upstairs or downstairs or out to the backyard you know it seems silly but Keep, you know, we get calls all the time. I want to use my tablet on my back porch and my Wi-Fi is stuck in my living room. What can I do about it?
0: Well, and, you know, that's an interesting point because you would expect the hub manufacturers, the you know, the primary wireless hubs, to have empowered enough devices to be able to address that whole aspect. But I can see where you're coming from because they're basically manufacturing to fit the, Cable companies' minimum requirements because they're not making anything out of making a better router, are they?
1: Exactly. Yeah, the ISP is there to make sure that you're getting that speed connection. Um, there, they haven't quite crossed that boundary of of worrying about getting you good high power hardware to deliver to you. So, so that's where we we come in for sure. So
0: now, like, what kind of output? ranges are we talking about? What kind of power levels are, let's say, from your lower to your higher devices in your range? Like, what would be the the minimum your devices are putting out, and what's, like, the most powerful thing I can get my hands on from you guys?
1: We're talking – well, let me me give you a little background. So, one of the things that allows us to be this high-power, long-range solution provider is the fact that we only sell in North America. The FCC, every country has their equivalent of the FCC, which puts those regulations on how much power your wireless devices can put out. And most of the people in the market are selling globally, which means they have to adhere to those global standards when you're talking about mass production. And so we're, we're talking like 50 to 100 milliwatts of output power is a pretty pretty common mark where our products here in the, in North America, we can go all the way up to 1,000 milliwatts of output power. And that's a combination of amplifiers and antennas and the antenna power itself, the DBIs. Um, mm-hmm. But our devices usually, you know, they're everywhere from 500 to 700, and we do have a 1,000 milliwatt antenna.
0: Well, you know, and that's interesting that, uh, well, that makes a, makes a lot of sense. The light bulb comes on when you say that this is a, uh, market-specific product because, as you as you uh-huh. pointed out, the, reg- the requirements in the regulatory environment vary, tre- well, not necessarily tremendously, but they vary enough from place to place that basically you're dragging down the product lines with the lowest common denominator of the regulatory environment they have to operate
1: in, right? Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, but there's, there's a need for it. And, I mean, we get plenty of inquiries from people in other countries, like, help me out. You know, they won't let me go any more than 100 milliwatts. I can't get anything over here. You know, in India, that's more than 100 milliwatts or what have you. Um, it's a need, but there are regulations. And lucky for us, we, we found this space where it works and where we can provide these real solutions that work in real-life um, structures and real-life situations. And we've seen a lot of success, but it really comes down to that technology. Like we said, what's the the guts of the device, what's inside. And the average devices, you know, they might have no amplifiers and internal antennas, where our devices, we're talking up to 10, 16 amplifiers in some of our devices, three antennas, four antennas on some of our newest stuff that we just announced at CES. Um, So we're packing these things full of, output power.
0: Mm-hmm. Granted, granted that you're within the regulatory environment, I'm, I'm assuming that you haven't had any interference issues. Because yes, it's a lot of power, but it's still a manageable amount of power.
1: It is, it is. And all of our devices, you have the option to reel it in. You know, if you don't want your neighbors to see your Wi-Fi network, you can pull it in if you'd like. Um, but you know, but yeah, there's always interference. So our, you know, it's not a end-all, fix-everyone's-problem type of product because there's nothing you can do about interference. You know, everything from solid brick walls to a lot of fireproof type of uh, structures, double-pane windows, there's a lot of things that can cause interference, Um, but that is where there's a big push for this uh, dual-band hardware devices because a lot of that interference is found in the 2.4 gigahertz, Mm Whereas if you connect on the 5.0, it tends to be you know those channels tend to be a lot cleaner, um, and and it's much easier to connect, which is why you're seeing a larger adoption in the 5.0.
0: And that makes a lot of sense as well. But then we're always going to continue to try to find solutions because I don't think that the demand for connection connection is going to get any uh, less, and the people the people who are going to want to receive that signal are going to just simply increase, and not all of them are going to be conducive to easy reception.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, some. you know, every house and every office is different. We'd like to think that, you know, with we can always put together a solution that will work if we need to get around that big brick wall or what have you. Um, but, you know, environments will continue to change. Needs will continue to change. For us, we see just a continued adoption of wireless devices. And so, you know, we're, we're trying to keep up with the pace of what consumers need and provide a real solution for them when it comes to this Wi-Fi and the range and reaching all those areas where they want to reach.
0: Excellent. So what's your URL? How, how can our audience uh, get more information on, on your line?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is ampedwireless.com. And you can learn more, everything about technology to product lines, um, just some general Wi-Fi stuff. There's a a lot to learn and and find on our website for sure.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now, I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word. So um, what uh, insight, tips, advice, whatever you'd like to leave for our audience before we close out this episode?
1: I guess the biggest thing is, you know, I still think there's a huge population that doesn't realize that there are solutions out there, that they're having problems and they're just dealing with it or they're just not taking their tablet upstairs or what have you. So I would say take the time to seek it out and and find a solution that works for you and, um, you, you know, give yourself a little freedom and don't hesitate to adopt all these wireless devices and and get the most out of your wireless devices, whether it's your smart TV or your e-reader or your smartphone. Um, you know, take advantage and take the time to get a setup that works for you. And just enjoy enjoy your devices and take advantage of the technology.
0: Well, that's also very good advice, Lacey. So thank you for coming on the show. It's always nice to have uh, someone who's working directly in the uh, consumer wireless space to give us some insight and uh a good viewpoint on what's going on, so I'm glad you had the time to come on the show.
1: Yeah, thanks, Alex. I appreciate you having me.
0: Pleasure is mine. And I'd also like to thank the audience for taking the time to listen to us. Uh, We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Don Power. Have a great day.